What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I talked all about how to stop sabotaging your progress every single weekend. This is something that I struggled with for the longest time, and it's on the heels of a little bit of an indulgent weekend myself, which is pretty par for the course these days. So I felt like it was a timely topic to tackle. I'm hitting you with the alliteration. It was a timely topic to tackle, and I broke it down and and just gave you some advice on how to stop doing it, how to stop the self-sabotage every single weekend so you don't feel like you're you know, constantly banging your head against the wall without making progress or getting the results that you want. If you feel like every single weekend you're backtracking and having to catch up, play catch up every single week, then you definitely want to listen. I also dropped a little subtle hint about an announcement coming that is going to be happening today. If you're listening the day that this is released, which is Wednesday, uh, let's see, August 11th is the day that this is being released. And there's an announcement that's happening today. So you should either be in our Facebook group or be on the email list, which you can join by going to neurotypetraining.com slash email. And then you can also follow um, on the Facebook group. It's just the personality diet and neurotype training. So you could search, join the group or just subscribe to the emails. That's the best place to do it. Emails are always going to be ideal assuming that they land in your inbox. Sometimes they go to spam, unfortunately, but we do the best we can with deliverability. Anyway, if you enjoy this episode, please let me know about it. I love to hear feedback. Uh, Shoot me a DM on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, or just take a screenshot and post it to your stories. And if you can leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, then we can for sure be best friends. So I am going to leave it at that. Stay tuned for the announcement today and enjoy the episode. All right, guys who are joining on the podcast, we've been having our little side conversation in the Facebook group. As always, we do this every Monday night. If you don't know, if you're new to the podcast, every Monday night in the Facebook group, it's called the Personality Diet and Neurotype Training. And you can join it totally free. Every Monday, five o'clock Eastern, I go live in the group and I record it. And then I take the recording and I make it a podcast episode. So if you're listening on the podcast, it's released every Wednesday. So we record Monday, publish it Wednesday, and then we also have a Monday episode. I was just talking about how I'm considering doing three episodes a week. So you may see a Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode on Mind Over Macros, but that's TBD. I'm taking a vote right now in the Facebook group and we're getting a lot of yeses. So it's looking good. Um, I actually have another announcement that I can't make publicly right now, but if you are in the group, it will be coming on Wednesday and it is a time-sensitive announcement. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, or if you're watching on Facebook, if you're not on the email list, that's the best way to get first dibs when we do crazy promotions, which we do from time to time, not always, but every once in a while. I'm feeling a little generous and we'll just run with a crazy promotion. Now, I can't say what this is. I can't even tell you if it's a promotion or not, but it is an exciting announcement. And if you want to know, and it's and it's time sensitive, if you want to know what it is, you should be on our email list. So if you're not, you should probably take a minute and go to neurotypetraining.com slash email, neurotypetraining.com slash email and subscribe. The emails 
are my favorite part of the day. I, I love to write. And it's funny because that wasn't always the case for me. I was told in high school that I wasn't a good writer. Mrs. Weber, thank you very much for the vote of confidence. Ms. Weber told me I wasn't a good writer and I believed her for a long time. I told myself that story for a very long time. And that's just another uh, reminder that the words that we say to other people matter. Our external words can become their internal stories, which happened to me. Now, I don't blame her because I had to make the choice to internalize that and avoid writing for a really long time. But now I love it. I, I overcame that self-limiting belief and I started writing and I fell in love with the process of writing. And I do it every single morning, every single morning of my life. It's kind of crazy. I start with writing and I love it. So if you're on my email list, I appreciate you because that is my favorite thing that I do. It's my favorite part of the day. Um, and it's my favorite content to create. Although I shouldn't say that because now I'm, I'm second guessing myself. I love the podcast too, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that writing slightly edges out the podcast just because it's like such a peaceful, relaxing thing. And I get to let my creativity run wild. And I kind of keep it a little bit more structured than the podcast, where as you can tell, the podcast, sometimes I can just go on tangents like I'm doing right now. With writing, I, I stay pretty focused. So go to neurotypetraining.com slash email, and you will be the first to know about the announcement on Wednesday. And again, it's time sensitive. So if you're listening to the podcast, by the time you get to this, you might have to really hustle up and take advantage. So you should be in the Facebook group. You should be on the email list. And for good measure, you should be following me on Instagram. So we'll just throw it all out there at once at coach underscore Mike underscore Miller. And that way I will be everywhere. No matter where you look, you'll see my content and my face and my voice. I know that's a frightening thought and everybody's probably going to unsubscribe right now. Anyway, we're talking about weekend indulgences, how to stop self-sabotaging yourself every single weekend. I have a confession. This past weekend, I indulged a lot and it was pretty epic. I don't regret a single decision that I made. I had pizza. I had chips and salsa. I had pita chips and hummus. I had ice cream cake. I had Oreo cake. Let's see. I had garlic knots. Um, what else? I had some, I think I had a little bit of a hoagie. Uh, there was, there was a lot of food consumed this weekend. And it reminded me that. I used to struggle like that. I, and, and I'm not saying that I screwed up or I did anything wrong. It just reminded me of how I used to operate. I used to be somebody that was the classic weekend warrior. And I made this post on my, on my Instagram stories that basically was like, hey, if you screwed up this weekend, it's okay. It's all right. You don't have to overcompensate. You don't have to punish yourself. You don't have to quote unquote, start over. That's the mindset that always gets us in trouble when we think we have to start over. We think we have to overcompensate because of our decisions. And we end up in this vicious cycle of restrict and binge and restrict and binge. And it never ends because we constantly think, all right, I'm going to start over on Monday. And then we overcompensate and we try to eat even less and we try and be even more perfect. And we repeat that pattern. And I basically said like, hey, 
It was just one weekend. Stop putting so much stock into just one weekend. Zoom out and think about the big picture. Like if you want this to be a lifelong endeavor, which you probably should, you care and are prioritizing your health and fitness, it should be a lifelong endeavor. What is one weekend in the grand scheme of things? It's nothing. It's not even a blip on the radar. It literally means nothing. It only means something if you allow it to mean something, if you let it carry over into future decisions and you allow it to be something that becomes a pattern. So I also mentioned that if you are noticing that every single weekend it's the same story, well, now we have to have a little bit of an honest conversation. We're going to break that all down in this episode about how to stop self-sabotaging, how to stop ruining your progress every single weekend. But the first thing is that we have to frame it accordingly. It's literally one weekend, potentially three days. So even if you're like me this past weekend, which was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday indulgence, it doesn't matter. That's three days. Think about the years that you have left to focus and prioritize yourself and to move forward towards your goals. Like you have so much time. What is three days at most? Maybe it was just Saturday for you, or maybe it was just Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, whatever the case may be. At most, it was three days. And guess what? If it was longer, who cares? It's the same concept. I don't care if you went on a month-long bender. It's one month. You can still zoom out and think about the big picture. So I think it's funny because I want to tell you a quick story about how this used to be my reality when I was going to, I first started strength training at this gym. It was like the first time I ever found strength training. It was a local gym that I went to and they ran these six-week challenges, which I've talked about a number of times, but I started taking these boot camp classes and I used to go every Monday night and I would be coming off like the most epic binge. I shouldn't even say binge. It was just like, eating everything in sight just because how I approached the week. And I was just a madman. I was an animal. And I will still, to this day, I can out-eat anybody. I stand by that. If you want to go head-to-head, that's a losing battle for you because I can out-eat anybody. So I would put away some serious food every single weekend. And then I would roll into class Monday night, five o'clock. And every single Monday night, the trainer would gather us up before our boot camp class And she'd be like, all right, guys, this is it. Get ready because now we're going to work off all of those weekend calories. And I was like, yes, this is exactly what I need because I put away some serious calories. And I thought like this 45-minute boot camp class was legitimately going to make up for the thousands and thousands of calories that I ate in excess. And it didn't quite work out that way. But what I would do was I would go into Monday with the punishment mindset. Like I had to work extra hard on those Monday workouts and I had to diet extra hard on Monday and I had to restrict my calories even more for the entire week. So I would legitimately go Monday through Thursday, really Monday through Friday up until Friday night. And I would significantly reduce my calories. I would go very low I would try to be perfect. I would try and add in extra workouts. I would basically do whatever I possibly could to quote unquote, make up for the weekend, overcompensate 
it was like, all right, fresh start. Here we go. Another Monday. And I never got anywhere, obviously, because you can't live like that. And a lot of you may be stuck in that very same pattern where you feel like every single weekend kind of screws up your entire progress in general. Like you feel like if I could just get the weekends dialed in, I'd be a lot further along. I'm sure a lot of you feel that way right now. You're like, man, I'm, I'm pretty good on the weekday. I've got my routine. I've got my schedule. I've got distractions. Like I've got things that keep me busy, work, you know, kids, all the stuff is kind of organized. And then the weekend comes and it's just a total shit show. I know that feeling because I've been there and I'm still there from time to time. Like admittedly, I like to be social. I like to have fun. I like my weekends. And there are times where I feel like it goes a little bit too far. And I feel like I'm right back in that same cycle. So it's, it's always going to be a process. But one of the things that we have to understand is you can't overcompensate by over-restricting because we always focus on the weekend, but the weekday is really where it starts. Because if you are restricting all week, if you're eliminating foods all week, like you don't allow yourself any flexibility during the week and your calories are super low and you're trying to be so perfect, you're basically tapped out by the time the weekend comes. And it only takes that one little decision in a moment of weakness when your willpower battery is drained, when you're really hungry because you're restricting yourself, when you have very low energy because you're restricting yourself, when you haven't had any fun foods all week because you've been saying that they're off limits. And then the weekend rolls around and just takes that one moment and the wheels come flying off. And I know because that's what I used to do. It was that one Friday night decision, right? It was like, I'm going to be good tonight. I'm only going to have like one vodka club soda and that's it. And then you get like the bread at the table, you go out to dinner and or the chips and salsa, you just take the one, I'm just going to have one. And that one decision sets you off, like maybe one more and then one more. The next thing you know, it's Sunday and you're still in that same pattern. And you're still saying the same thing to yourself about starting over on Monday. It's not a fun place to be. So that's number one. First thing is you have to stop overcompensating. You have to stop looking at the weekend as you know, an opportunity to just break. Like you, you don't have to overcompensate. You don't have to restrict. You don't have to eliminate foods. The first thing that you should do is actually give yourself more balance and flexibility on the weekdays so you don't feel as out of control on the weekends. And that was like one of the biggest shifts that I made. Once I stopped with the 1,200 calories, 1,400 calories all week, no longer did I have to binge on the weekend. No longer did I feel out of control. It was like unbelievable the difference that that made. So give yourself some flexibility. Um, understand that it's going to be about what you do most of the time. So if we look at the weekends in general, like we have to understand the big picture. We have to understand consistency is what you do most of the time over a long period of time. So, <coughs> excuse me, stop restricting during the week and you won't feel out of control during the weekend. Um, the other thing that I noticed is 
oftentimes that, that moment of weakness comes from a lack of a plan. Now, I do not believe that the weekends should be exactly like the weekday. I actually believe that it should be different because I know for me, my schedule is different on the weekend in terms of you know social events and potential travel and things that I'm doing. There's a lot of coaches out there that will just say, oh, it's no different. Like, Be exactly like you are on the weekdays, but do it on the weekends. And you shouldn't have any problem like with that. And if you really want this goal, bro, you'll suck it up. It's like, no, that's not real life. Okay. We need to have fun. We need to enjoy ourselves. We need to be present for life experiences. And so we have to understand that there should be some flexibility. I would say more flexibility on the weekends than the weekdays. Now, remember point one is don't be so rigid during the week, but you can be a little bit more buttoned up and have more flexibility on the weekend. You also do need a plan though. You need some kind of a plan because most people just wing it on the weekends because they're like, well, my schedule's unpredictable. My kids have, you know, sports and I'm in the car all the time. Nothing's consistent. It's just scattered. Everything's all over the place. And I get that. I get the schedule can be challenging during the weekend. But the reality is that you need some kind of a plan. Like your plan could be as simple as I'm just going to eat three meals today. That could be your plan. That's it. Three meals. Or your, your plan could be, I'm just going to get in 10,000 steps today. And that's it. So you don't need this elaborate plan. You just need some kind of a structure, some kind of a plan that you feel good about, like the bare minimum that you can accomplish each weekend. So it doesn't have to be all that much. Like Come up with your non-negotiables. So I'll give you my personal example. Every single weekend, I'm going to get in at least one workout. I worked out on Sunday. I also worked out on Friday. So I hit my non-negotiable. I also know that I'm going to get in 10,000 steps. I think that maybe one of those days I was at like 9,500. Totally fine. I also know that I'm going to eat protein at each meal. Even when I have things like pizza or whatever, I like protein. That's not an issue for me. So, and I also know I'm going to drink plenty of water. So I've got these, these things in place that are, even though it's not really a plan, <coughs> it is still enough of a plan that gets me by. It helps me with some kind of a structure. So I know exactly like I'm going to do these things. And we, we talk about anchors in our neurotype challenge. We talk about the things that keep you grounded, the foundation, the things that you can do no matter what. So I do the same thing with the weekend. I have anchors every single weekend. So no matter how much I indulge, I can always look at my wins. I can always say, I got my workout in, I got my steps in, I got my water in, and I got my protein in. And I always know that I'm going to check those boxes, even if I have a lot to drink or have a lot to eat as I did this past weekend. It's totally fine. So make sure that you're not being too rigid every week. Make sure that you have somewhat of a plan. This one, that one's like the biggest one that I've noticed um, in terms of feeling a little bit better. Like, hey, uh, you know, I used to go in blind, but just a little bit of structure went a long way. And the last thing is you have to sacrifice something. So you can't just eat and drink 
recklessly every single weekend and expect to make progress. There has to be some level of sacrifice. If you have a goal in any area of your life, by its very nature, sacrifice has to be made. Usually multiple sacrifices. It's just reality. If you want something, you have to sacrifice something to get it. That's human nature. We have to do that. There's no way around it. I like to look at what's the minimum effective dose. Like, What's the littlest bit that I can give up that's going to get me a lot in return? So for me personally, it was the amount that I was drinking and the amount that I was dining out. When I was struggling with my weekend warrior phase, it was literally like, okay, I'm drinking excessively Friday through Sunday. What if I only drank a couple drinks on Friday and a couple drinks on Saturday? I wasn't giving up all that much in terms of the enjoyment factor of the weekend. I could still enjoy myself. I could still be social. I could still do all the things that I wanted to do that were fulfilling. I just cut back. And then dining out, it was like, I don't need to go out Friday, Saturday morning, Sunday, you know, or Saturday night, Sunday morning, as in terms of like ordering in or dining out, like I can cut back on that and, and only maybe have two meals out over the weekend instead of like four or five. I was giving in a little bit, making a small sacrifice that gave me a lot in return. So if you're that person that's like, man, every single weekend, the same thing happens. Assess, where do you feel like the issue is? Are you being too restrictive during the week? Are you going in without a plan? Or are you not willing to sacrifice anything? And typically, you might find that all three apply, or you might find that one or two really stand out. And you're like, man, that is what I need to do. I need to sacrifice a little bit. Um, but look, here's the thing. Even if you've got all of this in place, like I do, right? I'm not, not sitting here thinking that I'm better, right? I, I took me a long time to understand this concept. And even still, I am not restrictive during the week. I have a plan for my weekends and I am willing to make sacrifices. But guess what? I still fuck up. I still have weekends where it just nothing goes the way that I want it to. I don't do any of my anchors. I don't stay with a plan. I don't, you know, my mindset is all over the place. I think about restricting during the week. All the old thoughts come back, even still. But guess what? Take a step back, understand the big picture, reframe it as in terms of just because I made those decisions doesn't mean that my next decision has to be based off of those decisions. In other words, I don't have to do anything different just because I had a shitty weekend. I can simply just lean back into the things that I know were helping me in the first place. So for me, it's just easing back into what I normally do, my anchors, and making decisions that make me feel my best and not overcompensating for just one off weekend. It's okay. It's going to happen. Failure is part of the process. And I'm going to give you one more bonus one, which is stop trying to do this on your own. You are making it so much more difficult on yourself trying to do it on your own because here's the reality. Your mind is going to wander. You're going to slip back into old ways of thinking. You are going to be subjective with yourself. That is human nature. We are all subjective with ourselves. So when you try to do this alone, you're wasting time. You're making it more difficult. You're basically climbing this uphill battle 
and then wondering why nothing is working. And here's the reality. If doing it on your own was going to work, it would have worked by now. But if you're still stuck in that same pattern and you haven't been able to break out of it, it's probably evidence that you shouldn't be doing this on your own. It doesn't, you don't win any sort of like bonus points or you don't get an award if you figure this out on your own. It is okay to ask for help. It is, you know, having a coach, having guidance, having accountability, it keeps things in check. Like we actually just had someone post in the Facebook group about a weekend. I think she went to a wedding and actually said, like, normally, if I had gone out to a wedding and had some champagne and ate a little bit more freely, like I would have beat myself up for it. I would have probably starved myself the following day, but she's working with uh, Melanie. She's working with Coach Mel. And I was like having a coach that I could text and basically tell her my crazy thoughts. She was able to reel me in, keep things in perspective and help me see that I had a great freaking time at the wedding. I had a blast. I didn't I didn't do anything wrong. This was actually part of the plan. And she was able to reframe that mindset of, I actually did exactly what I was supposed to do, which was I went and had fun at a wedding. And now she's like, I I feel so confident to just continue forward with what I've been doing that's been working, that's been helping me feel better. That's the value. Like, Think about how long it would have taken her to get there on her own. I can tell you that she had been doing it for years on her own and wasn't getting there. And she's only been working with Mel for a few weeks and already had that mindset shift. It's, it's amazing how we look at time and we just don't appreciate its value. Like, as I'm saying, as I'm recording this, we got news recently that John Meadows passed away, which was really devastating. He was like one of the nicest humans in the world. I only met him once. I, I followed him for a long time. He was 49 years old, died in his sleep, and, and they still... I haven't heard at least of what the cause of death was, but you know, it was really like Mel and I sat up last night, just like crying and, and just kind of we're like, what just happened? How is this real? And I said, I, I've, I know I've been on this kick lately about not wasting time, but this is just another reminder. Like, why are we so willing to give up time in exchange for like saving a few dollars? And, and I even said in my email today, like the people that we work best with at pop are those who value their time more than money. Like you're, you're willing to understand that by investing in a coach, by investing in yourself, that it's saving you time. It's saving you energy. It's, it's removing stress from your life. It's removing frustration. And you value that time so much that you're willing to make that investment in yourself. And here's the irony is it ends up saving you money in the long run because you're going to have to pay for it one way or another. It ends up saving you in the long run, but even still, just like valuing that time, like those are the people that we are so excited to help because they know, like, I want that time back. I know that, you know, six months is going to pass regardless, and I have to make a choice. Is it going to be six months where I'm actively making a change, or is it six months of doing the same thing that I've always done? And when it comes to that, like, when you are unhappy in your current situation, when you're not where you want to be, you're choosing the misery of your situation versus the uncertainty of change. So if you're sitting in a position right now, whether it's work, whether it's fitness, health, whatever it may be, and you're not where you want to be, but you're not actively making the change that you need, you're not investing in yourself, you're not committing to yourself, then you are actively choosing your own misery versus the uncertainty of change. And 
A lot of people say, well, I don't know if this will work. It's a risk, whatever. The risk is staying the same. I posted this, this uh, picture in, on my Instagram story and I posted it on, my, on the Facebook group. Um, Stephen Bartlett, who, who I'm a big fan of, somebody asked him like, hey, I you know, am leaving. I'm considering leaving my job of like 21 years. Um, how do I like weigh the risk of that decision? And he's like, you know, if you're miserable in your, in your current situation, the risk isn't leaving. The risk is staying the same because you're miserable. So the risk isn't leaving. The risk is staying the same. It's the same thing with your fitness. If you're not happy with where you are, staying the same is the risky decision. Investing in yourself and committing to yourself, that's not the risk. The risk is not making that decision. So the last bonus and piece of advice is, listen, don't try to do this on your own. Invest in yourself. Get help. It will save you so much time in the end. So if you have been considered, if you've been on the fence or if you've been wondering like, hey, I don't know how this works. I'm curious about your one-on-one coaching program. Um, we get better results than anybody else out there. I will go toe-to-toe with anybody in the industry. I truly believe that our program is the best out there. Nobody does what we do in terms of combining the power of your personality, metabolic priming, integrating everything into your lifestyle. The pillars of what we do are tried and true. It's effective. It's amazing. The mindset transformations, the physical transformations. So if you're interested, just go to neurotype training slash neurotypetraining.com slash apply, and you can fill out an application and we'll see if it's a good fit. So just go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply, and you can schedule a call, see if it's a good fit. But guys, value value your time. Like I know I've been preaching about this a lot lately, and you're probably sick of hearing it, but we keep getting these reminders. And, and with John Meadows passing, that was just another one, 49 years old. Like it's crazy. And you know everything that happened with my dad, if you listen to that episode, I've just been getting these constant reminders that we're here for such a short period of time and to not take advantage and be your best self and prioritize yourself and commit to yourself and just make the most of this experience because it's such a, it's, it's really just such a snippet of time that we often take for granted. And, and I'm hoping that I can just keep helping you reframe um, that perspective and be present and, and really prioritize yourself because it, it means a lot to be able to help people through the same struggles that I went through and to help you avoid the same mistakes that I made and condense the time that you get to where you want to be. So that's really what we're all about. Um, I think that's pretty much it to recap, just so you have the full picture of how to stop self-sabotaging every weekend, how to stop sabotaging your results every weekend. Uh, it's really four things. Number one, stop being so restrictive all week. Give yourself a little bit of of wiggle room and flexibility. Number two, have a plan, even if it's just a little bit of a plan. Doesn't matter. Have your anchors, have your minimum, you know, things that you're going to do. Number three is sacrifice something. You got to give in a little bit. You can't just have a free for all every weekend. Got to make some sacrifices. And number four, invest in yourself by investing in a coach. And again, that it doesn't have to be us. I know. I, I of course I'm biased. I talk about our program all the time. Just invest in qual. There's plenty of great coaches out there. Find one that you resonate with and ask for help. If that's us, amazing. That's um, we're here to help always. If it's not us, amazing. I'm sure you can find somebody that's a great fit that would help you. But make that investment. Stop trying to do it on your own because you're just wasting more time. So that's really all I've got for you today. If this is 
something that resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. As always, just drop me a message. You can hit me up on Facebook Messenger. You can hit me up on Instagram in the DMs at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And we always appreciate any love on the podcast platforms. Um, Five-star rating and review on iTunes is always helpful. And stay tuned for the announcement coming on Wednesday. You should be on the email list, Facebook group, Instagram, all the places. Just follow us everywhere. We appreciate it. Love you guys. Have a good night. And we will talk very soon.